Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, Elder Candidate at Redeemer Fellowship. What's going on, buddy? Yeah. Well, we might as well talk about what we're going to be talking about today. I am doing well because I get to... I get to hang out with you right now. I was actually just talking to Joe and saying how happy I am right now to relax and record and just just to sit and talk. You know, I like hanging out and we were just talking about it. It's fun to record. That's it's, what I just uh, said. I wasn't. I was singing the song. All right. Well, yeah. That's what I was just saying. It's fun to record. It's relaxing. Yeah. You know, like we get to hang out. It's just talking for us. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're gonna talk about well, we're gonna talk about friendship again. Again, part two, because, friendship part two. Well, you know, we, d- we did BFFs. We did BFFs in response to the article, and uh, I think it might be helpful if we to actually to, define and talk well, about what friendship actually yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, because we were having some fun with the article. Because, well, because we looked really weird. No, yeah, we the answered, article looked weird. No, we answered yes to a weird. We answered yes to a lot of those a lot things. Of stupid diagnostic questions that were that were really um, unhelpful. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe, the maybe. The heart of the article was good. The diagnostic questions were All whack. right, so what I want to know, Joe, is this. Do you finally agree with me that they were whack? No. Uh, what I want to ask you is, how's your week been? Hey, baby, it's good. Well, you ain't going to say baby, it's but... It's been a good week. Hey, you know what we're going to do tomorrow? Uh, go see Logan. Woohoo! We're going to go I'm see excited Logan. I get to go! Yeah, you're finally going. I told my wife, I, I said, uh, I said, what's going on? Tomorrow night we got. I'm, I said I'm looking forward. We're gonna have community group. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do this. She goes, yeah, but then you're going to the movies with the guys. I'm like, oh yeah, we're going to a late movie. She goes, what are you gonna see? And I said, Logan. And she says, I don't know what that is. I go, ah, it's Wolverine. And that's and, why she's not and going. She just laughed and laughed and laughed. She goes, you're gonna go see a Wolverine. She knows I'm not into comic books. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. But like Wolverine though. This what Logan. I'm looks gonna have good. to. I'm gonna have to hit the Red Bull on this one. Oh, because you go to bed at like 8:30. My goodness, a 10:15. Well, we're film. recording right now at 10:30. It's late. I know it's late, but you know, was, I I wanted to hang out with you. This is like I don't know. It, it, I'm more movie. exciting than Wolverine. That's what you're saying. I'm more exciting than Hugh Jackman. You just uh, said it. I'm I'm willing to concede yeah. that. I'm willing to concede that because if I'm sitting in those comfy chairs, I start to fall asleep. Oh, those leather recliners at the movie theater. Oh I'm falling asleep just thinking about. Thank <sighs> you. Really. All right. So. <sighs> Week's right. been good. We're looking forward to that. You're looking forward to Friday night. You were just talking to me about uh, date night. Date night. Mm-hmm. How excited you are for date night. Yeah. Uh, what are you guys going to do? Uh, we're going to party. Going to party? But explain the party. Well, I don't know. There will probably be some Netflixing and some chilling involved. I'm not really sure. Now, Netflix, we all understand. What do you mean by chilling? You know, it's chill, hang out, you know, see what happens. See what happens. Okay, so that's the part. See what happens. Yeah, we can see what happens. We're just going to see what happens. Yeah. All right. Godspeed. SWH. See what happens. See what happens. So, Joe, when we're talking about friendship, we're going to talk about friendship. We're going to talk about friendship. All right. Part two. So, what is a friend? Like, how would you define a friend? Okay. I'm going to go ahead and define it. Oh, you define it. I'm going to define it. Uh, I don't know why you asked me if you're going to define it. I know, but go to a dictionary. I'm not going to put it up a dictionary. Go to a dictionary. Nope. Look up friend. Not going to do it. It's going to say, See Jimmy Fowler. See Pat Aldridge. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> He's a good friend. He's a great friend. He is a good friend. I. All right. So we like to do this stuff without like writing things out because mm. it's, it's, it's a little more how we just talk in real life. So what is a friend? I would say 
a friend is someone with whom you have a close relationship yep and seeks your good and with whom you share a common goal or something I don't all right know. so hold on I, I like that I like that seeks your good and in whom you see a common goal share. so yeah it'll be share. share like a I don't know it doesn't have to be like affinity right like mm-hmm. like shared interest but I feel like there's something more there so like the when I think about my friends yeah yeah I think about there is an emotional connection I agree with that there is a spiritual interest I agree with that and there is emotional, an spiritual. intentional betterment of our humanity. So looking out, like encouraging others, spurring each other on to be better. I think that's a part of it. I mean, definitely a part of friendship is, is closeness, but it's not just closeness. It's it. There is a, there is a purpose in friendship that makes us stronger. Like when you start looking at what scripture says about friends. Okay. Um, in Proverbs eighteen twenty four, a man of many companions uh, may come to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Mm. Or in Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12, you guys know this, two are better than one because they have a good reward for their toil. For if they fall, one will lift up his fellow, but woe to him who is alone when he falls and has not another to lift him up. Again, if two lie together, they will keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? Yeah, and though yeah. a man might prevail against one who is alone, two will withstand him. A threefold cold, uh, a threefold cord is not quickly broken. So, I, so translation: If you get jumped, you need your homeboys to help you out. Yeah, if uh, you got three, you won't get jacked. If you're by yourself, you're gonna get jacked. Yeah, um, and I so I think like it's not just. It's not just companionship, it's strength, it's betterment, it is, I think in friendship we have the ability to not just experience what God wants us to experience, but to become what God wants us to become because we are made for community. I think it's yeah. not It's not like back to Genesis, it's not good for a man to be alone. Okay, It's yeah. not just about marriage, that's about all of life. It, we, we are meant to dwell not in isolation, but in mm-hmm. communion with other brothers and sisters. So we should have real friendships with other people. And those friendships are relationships that, I mean, we're talking from a Christian perspective. Yeah, so absolutely. Friendships that... So it's not just something that's going to self-serve. Right. It's it's serving. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll talk about that later. Like we'll talk about what's the difference between worldly friendships. Right, we'll talk and, about that. But I, like I'm thinking of like David and Jonathan. David and Jonathan, yeah. Right, like uh, there was this mutual edification. There was this honesty. There was this emotional attachment. Like real close. Like really. Like close. you could BFFs. I, I wonder if they would pass the tests. Those diagnostic questions. The <laughs> the BFF test. <laughs> Are you okay? All right. So then what should accompany then a biblical friendship, right? If we're talking about this is a friendship, so what what should accompany then a biblical friendship rather than, because we're already going to contrast that with a worldly. Okay, so if we're, I, I still don't feel like we've defined friendship very well. We're just talking about it, but. All right, well, now let's go ahead and redefine no, I don't that. Know, I don't know if I can. I don't know how else you can. Yeah, you you talked about an, an emotional. You talked about seeking each other's good. Yeah. We're going to recommend some books. In fact, I've ordered them. I haven't read them yet. I've ordered them because I want to read them. What'd you them. order? Uh, I don't know. I sent them to my secretary. 
All right, because I, I don't know. I don't know these books that you're talking about. Yeah, they look. They you didn't look. tell me. Is it for me? No, I bought them for me. Well, how many books did you get? One of each. <laughs> so wait, <laughs> where was my good in this? Where was my good? Where was Pat's I was thinking, good? I was thinking my good. For, I got. Well, yeah, you know what? Yeah, you're right. You got to work on your friendship. I'm Pat, gonna, and I, I'm, Pat and I, our friendship here, game is strong. If they're good, then I will tell you that you should get them. I don't know if they're good yet. All right, all right, all right. But well. one is by Beaky and uh, Hagen. They look pretty good. All right. So, um, yeah, I, 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 I think I want to read these books and I want to be able to clarify it because I, I think it's important for us because I think we know experientially and maybe intuitively what friendship is. And we can even biblically kind of come to some sort of consensus, but I'd yeah, like yeah. to put a finer point on it. Okay. But definitely when I'm thinking of biblical friendship, I'm thinking of things like um, love, definitely. Okay. Yeah, love. Service. Service, I would sacrifice. agree with that. Sacrifice. Greater love has no one than this that he lays down his life for his friends. Love, service, sacrificed. Right. Love, service, sacrifice. It's not okay. a chant. No, I'm sorry. I'm trying to think if there's anything missing from there. I'm sure there is. I mean, those are just the ones that come to my mind, right? Yeah. Because yeah. so, like, when I think about like, so like, Pat and you and I are all really tight. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, and so what, you know, what is biblically reflected in our relationships? So there is accountability. Yep. Absolutely. There is correction. Yep. There is encouragement. Yep. That has to accompany. I agree. Exhortation. Yep. Um, what else? But see, you're, you're talking about external things and I, you know what I mean? Like things that you do. But I do think what you mentioned there at the beginning there of love, mm -hmm. that's just regardless of how much you annoy Pat and I, like yes. we love you. Right. You know what I mean? Like there, there's that's that gospel love. That's gospel love. Like you don't deserve our love. No, I don't and, deserve God's and, love. And don't we don't deserve, it. and I mean that, like I, we don't deserve your love because we have, I know I have hurt you. Like now you've I, never hurt me. Oh, you've told me I've hurt you. Oh, because of that Logan thing? No. That well, that one, thing? that was one thing. That wasn't me. That No, but there was another thing you told me about uh, where... All right, I guess we're gonna get Go ahead, real. Get real, here. get real, get man. Real I'm here. not afraid. I, Joe I got really it. upset. He goes, he goes, dude. I just need you to have my back. I just uh, need you to have my back. Right oh, now. so one day, one day, I was venting. You were venting. I was venting. All right, Joe was venting. Sometimes, sometimes you, Joe vents, and he's just being a baby. No, here's the thing. Everybody vents. Sometimes when you vent, all you need is your brother to serve as a lightning rod to take it and ground it and get it away from you. Mm -hmm. You don't need him. To be pushing back on you at that moment. Well, when you're being a baby, I'm going to push back on it. I'm going to correct. When you're being a baby, then you tell me that I'm being a bully. Oh, you're talking about that one oh, time that on one the phone? Time, yeah, the well, one time on the phone where we had yeah, the fight? Yeah, when you no, were you were being a jerk. You were being a baby. You were being you a were jerk. Being a I was not being a baby. I was yeah. trying to explain. This is how it happens. I've already got you taken care of. You want to explain anything, though. I don't need to explain it to you. Yeah, you I, don't do. have to, I don't have to are tell we, you how I'm doing this. Are we partners? Well, are we, I'm are we 51. Friends? I am 51. We, no, you're not. Are I'm 51. Percent. You're 51. You're 50. All right, 50-50. Yeah. But either way, 50. I don't. I don't. 50. 50. I just don't need. I don't need to tell you. You just got to yeah, trust gotta, me. No, you just got to trust me. Oh, right, you got to explain though, because I'm. Okay. A, I'm all, not, right, I'm all right. All right. All right. All right. Separate issue. Okay. 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 Was that Joe got really upset when he was venting one day? And he's I like, get really upset, but I got upset. You got upset, Joe. You were upset. I was I was upset. Not really upset. Though. No, you were really no, upset. No, I was upset. Go ahead. And so I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, let's look at this other angle. And Joe just like, dude, I just, 
I just need you to have my back. Like, look, I just, moment, but but you moment. know what? Even in that moment, it wasn't the worst time I offended you. It was the worst time you offended me. Um, where you inferred mm-hmm. that I had thought the worst of you in a situation. Like, dude, just, I don't want to talk about the situation. <laughs> right, I'm not going to give this. the situation. But you're like, dude, like, you're just thinking the worst of me right now. Right. Like, give me some slack in this. You should know me in this. Were you? Yeah, I don't think I gave enough slack. You're right. All right. And so either way, I'm just saying, it was, that's what friends do. That's a love, right? Regardless of, of what's going on. Right. We still have each other's back. We, right. Maybe in the situation, we don't share all the things that need to be shared at that time. Right. But there's still a support in there because, based on a love that we have for and the what other is, individual. What is love? Like it's this, it's this seeking of the other's good. There is definitely an emotional component. I like the idea that love is emotion plus devotion. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that idea. And I, I honestly, like I've talked about this in the in the past in the yeah. previous episode. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I grew up having zero friends, maybe one friend, and then in high school I finally had some really close friends and, mm-hmm. and a group of guys. Um, Joe was a loner. I've, I've, yeah, basically. And, uh, and I don't mind being a loner. It's okay. But there's always been that desire to be close to someone. And then as a pastor, you know, you oftentimes don't get to get really close with people. No, it's kind of hard. You know, so like, I, I, I love the church and I love the people in my CG. I love the members of Redeemer. I, like, I really do love these people, but still it's harder, uh, to get really close because, you know, I'm kind of spread out. I got to see a lot of different people and yeah, all of that. Yeah. So it wasn't until we started to get staff that I was able to spend a lot of a lot more time with people. It's like Pat with you. Yeah. So essentially, uh, the church had to pay people to be your friends. But that's the only way I can. That's have the only good way friends. you can have friends. Otherwise, is they got to be on staff. Otherwise, yeah, ain't no. no one hanging out with you. They got to get paid. They got to get paid. Yeah. But it's I, that's the only reason it. why I'm here. I'll take it. Uh, well, I want to raise. <laughs> <laughs> you deserve it. <laughs> All right, so I, those are some of the like. So, what should accompany yeah. biblical friendship? We, we we talked about. So, love is going to be like the the core of it, right? Uh-huh. Uh huh. The anchor. If we're gonna use, let's, why don't we use the anchor? I like core. No, we're gonna use. Okay, anchor. fine. Anchor. Fine. Love is the anchor. Love is the anchor. Now, what is the sail? Oh, okay. So, well, what, what, what's the boat? What's the boat? Well, you're gonna go with the anchor. I don't like. We're not doing that anymore. No, no, no. The boat is service. No, that no, ain't no. Right. Serving one another. No, is the boat. Okay, so we've got. Love, service, we've got sacrifice, we've yep. got accountability. Accountability. Um, rebuke, exhortation, encouragement. Um, but I also, uh, rebuke, oh, I think encouragement comes into it, but I think I, I want to really hit that goal mm-hmm. that you're talking about. I think the overarching thing is uh, you're seeking their ultimate good. Right. Right? Whether that's in, quote unquote, worldly situations, like well, I want to see Joe thrive, I want to see Pat thrive, I want to see them, you know, not just thrive uh, at the church, but I want to see them thrive in their marriage. I want to see them thrive as uh, fathers. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to see them thrive in In their relationships. I want to see them thrive in Canasta. Speaking of which, which we do. You're kind of a jerk in Canasta when it's three way. I just want you to know that. What are you talking about? No, Justin and I talked about it last night. What are you talking about? You get you get all upset. Here's the thing. You were black three in me. No, see here we all go. All night long you were Joe giving me gets, black three. Joe gets mad if I start to win in a game. No, I don't. And I'm yes, you do. Justin and I talked about it. No, I don't care if you win. I yeah. like it when you win. No, you don't. Yes, I do. No, I don't you like don't. it when you're giving me the black three. What do you want me to do? If you're sitting to the left of me, that's the only way I can win. Okay, so from now on, 
I will. I will. Fine. Be sit to the right of I'm me. I'm gonna sit to the right. Sit of you. to the right. Of I don't me. like the black three, dude. I'm no, your bro. No, you don't anyways. give me black three. Well, what do you want me to do? I can't give you the pile. The Hold pile's too good. To the, give me the pile. No, I'll feed I you. I gave you the pile until it got too juicy. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, then I want that. Pile. Yeah. I know. <laughs> That's the way it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Friendship goes out the window. Friendship goes out the window. In, in uh, we're, we're a little competitive when it comes to canasta. That's what we're saying. Yeah. So I want to see you guys thrive, right? Yeah. Like, and I think that's that's an important distinction. Do be and talking I, about and, me and with wanna, Justin behind my back, by you, the way. Uh, yeah, we waited till you went to the the bathroom because you're a tiny tank. Um, I want to see them thrive in their relationship with God. Right. Right. Like, and that's that encouragement, that exhortation, is you know, uh, calling them to repentance. And then encouraging them to cling to Christ more. And here's the thing. When you're calling your, your friends to repent, or anybody to repent for that matter, mm-hmm. but especially your friends, when you're, you're not pointing your finger at them and no. going, hey, tool, mm-hmm. you need to repent, which I'm, do- I'm pointing at Jimmy right now just as a gesture. Yeah, you don't, yeah. That's not what you're doing. You're coming alongside of them and you're saying, man, I love you, but this is off. There's a better way to go. Absolutely. And I'm going to walk with you through there because I'm not any different from you. Absolutely. You're struggling here more than I am right now, maybe, but that's not the point. The point is, is that like, there's a better way. Let's do this together. Absolutely. That, and so like, when I think about, when I think about the gospel emphasis in Christian friendship, I think about the same things that I think about in church and in marriage, right? So that, that whole Colossians 1, 28 and 29, which were the verses that really God used to propel yeah, me into yeah. ministry, that we preach Christ... Um, admonishing every man, teaching, this is not a quote, but teaching every man and admonishing every man with all wisdom that we might present them mature or complete in Christ. And for this purpose, we labor, striving according to uh, all the strength that God provides, something like that. So it is this... um, it is this idea that we want people to really become more like Jesus. That's right. That and it's the kind of thing that, especially as Christians, we have to remind ourselves of, because you do get comfortable. You know, you do get you you, you like each other. We have fun, and it's easy to kind of yeah, forget yeah. that in light of all of the super immediately accessible things like laughter or or, or fun or you know um, common interests or whatever they are. No, absolutely. And I think that's part of that accountability, right? Like there's been times where uh, Pat has called me out for my heart and held me accountable. There's been times that Joe has asked me questions like, you you seem off. But here's the truth. Yep. You, Brian, and, and, and other guys, but you and Brian in particular. Yeah. Usually when you're called out for your heart, you're asking, check my heart on this. Like I that's happened over and over again. Oh, yeah. So you you guys are are like a, a really good example to me and to others because you're like, hey, here's what I'm thinking, check my heart. And and sometimes you're like, no man, your heart's good. And other times it's like, well, you know, maybe it's a little it's a little off. So you're but you're really open to that. And that's well, a part of friendship. And too. that's part of friendship is I feel like it's a safe place to do that. Mm-hmm. And there's you know tr- you're not gonna get beat up. That's it. There's a trust there. That one, I'm not going to get beat up. I've been beat up in the past. I don't feel like I I know I'm not going to get beat up now. And there's a trust that you guys have my best interest and the glory of God in mind. Like, here's the thing. Like, all of us um, that are tied at Redeemer, so Brian, Rob, these are elder candidates yeah, and elders, yeah. Jeff, all these guys, Pat, Jimmy and I, um, we bust each other's chops hard. Oh, pretty hard. And like we, <laughs> even in elders meetings, when someone's trying to make a point, we're, we, we, we do that. 
and we, we don't just do it for comic relief because sometimes you're dealing with such heavy yeah, situations. Absolutely. You've got to laugh a little bit. But we're, we play hard because there is so much love and commitment and devotion. So some of you are like, dang, you're calling each other dummy all the time. Yeah, that, yeah. It, it, it's, it, is, it is a, it, it, believe it or not, it's, it's a term of endearment. Yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't, Joe's my dummy. Yeah, I wouldn't call somebody a dummy out the window. Like, hey, you big dummy! Like you, that, that you big me dummy! Up. You big dummy! Like Fred Sanford, <laughs> Elizabeth, I'm coming. I'm to coming home, baby. <laughs> um, we'll have to put Fred Sanford in the notes. So, but like, like we we play hard and we make jokes because we are so close. That's how safe we are. Yeah. That's how close we are. That's how much we trust one another. Um, you know, I would trust Jimmy with my family. Like I don't have any concerns uh, about about who he is. Like I know that Brian or Pat or Jeff or Rob would take care of my family if, yeah. if I wasn't around. Like we are we are we are f- true friends, and so and we take care of each other's family now. Yeah. And I mean that like in the sense that uh, Pastor Jeff will always pull me aside and say, "How much time are you spending at home?" Yeah. How yeah. much time are you, you know, taking, like, how much time are you spending with Michelle? This is a concern that we get, even with the podcast. Even with the podcast, right? Like, and Jeff will, Pastor Jeff will actually pull Michelle aside and say. Do you feel safe? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I would do if, if like, if Pastor Jeff, asked, I, I would actually, honestly, if Pastor Jeff asked that question, I'd be like, what am I doing wrong? I must be doing something wrong for Pastor Jeff to Pastor ask that question. Jeff. Is the godliest, most yeah. mature elder we've got. He is. No, he. Oh my god! And he'll he'll pull Michelle aside, and be like, "How much time is Jim spending at home? Yeah. How much time is he helping out at home? Mm-hmm. Is he when he's home? Is he off his phone and off his computer? And he's not trying to get you. No, he's trying to make sure that things are healthy. And if and if Michelle was like, "Yeah, he's been pretty busy," he'll come to me mm-hmm. and say, "Brother, it's time for you to take a week off." Yep. You need to take a week off, put everything away, and just you need to, don't worry about pay. Just get get well, let, home. Let's talk about the podcast because right, like a, a lot of people ask. We get that. So I mean, and it makes I'll let sen- you go with this one. It, it makes sense that people ask because we put on the most dynamic, most awesome mm-hmm. two times a week podcast. All those other jokers are trying to do something, and they just they can't keep up. Listen, the Jofo is no, a force. no one's got the Jofo. No, it's, it's a special thing. Absolutely, it's a special grace. It's a divine grace that has been given by the Lord Jesus Christ yeah. for the edification of the body and for giggles. Giggles yes. too. Yes, giggles. So here's here's the thing. People wonder, like, you guys are putting out two a week. You're putting on a conference. How are you? How much time do you guys give to this? Jimmy's squeaking in my chair. See, if you don't know this, Jimmy sits. All right, Jimmy sits in at, when we record. <laughs> Jimmy sits on in at my desk in my chair. Which well, is, my chair. Okay. It is this giant leather chair that oh, my friend Tim gave to me. So good. A giant, my friend would be to Tim okay, gave you it don't to know. At a giant wooden desk, uh, and then I sit on the opposite side where- As my nowhere, subordinate. nowhere to put my Well, legs. you know, here's the thing. Lead host, subordinate host. Co-host. Well, no. <laughs> lead, lead host, co-host. co-host. I, I won't give you co-host. <laughs> I'll give you associate host. What are we talking about? Uh, podcast two a okay, week. Okay, so best. Better so than how everybody do you else. guys? How much time are you guys giving? And people wonder, like, how, like, like, what are you doing? Yeah. And yeah, so yeah. even the elders were like, "Hey, guys, we want to make sure that you're not doing too much." Absolutely. So, like, I always have a schedule available for the, for elders to review, for my wife to review, and so for Jimmy to review. For Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy doesn't review it. I and review you your schedule. Review my schedule. Don't lie. You haven't seen it yet. I haven't sent it to you. Did I? 
Uh, not the, the Brian, one, not the, the new one. Yeah, that's right. So Squeaky here's the thing. wheel gets the uh, calendar. So how do you, like, wh- how much are you guys doing? And when, so when the elders ask that, they're not trying to get us. They're trying to make sure that we're home enough. So obviously uh, the elders here at Redeemer put in a lot of hours for the church. We have, you know, we, we and, and the elders, even the volunteer elders are really careful to make sure yep. that the staff elders um, or any staff are not putting in too much hours. Absolutely. Uh, we're not going to put in too little, but we, we, we they want to make sure that we're not putting in too much. But they wanted to know, how how much are you putting into the podcast? Here's the truth. Um, I put in about five to six hours at the most per week on the podcast. We record, yep, and then I do some blogging, and that's about it. What about you, Jimmy? What are you realistically? Because it's more than I do. No, no, it's about the same. It's about the same? It's about, about the six same. hours. About six hours. Um uh, yeah, it's about six hours. So, and that's, you know, that's a Because we, we do all the social media. I do all the social you media. You do all the social media. On Sunday night. Right. And I write the blog posts that go up with each podcast. Which is why we like, I don't respond a lot during the week. Right. Because I ain't got time to sit there and uh, check up on Twitter, yeah. Instagram, Facebook. Like Jimmy, what Jimmy does is tell, tell him what you do with Buffer. How do we, because like, seriously, like people want to know, like, how do you yeah, guys yeah. manage all of this stuff? Without... I mean, we could do this in another episode. I'll just we share will. this. We share this part. I'll just share this part is I use an app called Buffer. And uh, so Joe and I usually have our episodes ready, you know, the we Sunday weeks before. In, but weeks in advance where we've recorded. Yes. And so uh, we just have it up and ready. Joe's got it scheduled and we use Trello to kind of keep everything organized. Um but then, yeah, on on Sunday night, I'll schedule all the posts for Twitter, Facebook, Instagram for the week. For the week, so you and that to, takes you know, me about I don't know. That takes about a half hour. But then it's just minor touch ups, if anything, during the week. If you got to do something, if something comes up, if if uh, if we make a, a quick change, or if something new comes up, like right now, you know what new came up this week was. Uh, we're now offering your your three new books. Let's booklets on <laughs> on our store website, right? And so you know, That'll I put that on. I put that tweet up. So we 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 work because when we started this, we had to be really careful. We, we'll, we'll have to get away. from I actually this. turned away all my notifications once we started this. Yeah. See, here's the thing. Um, because I'd written some books and you know I'd been blogging, I, I got a lot of notifications. I had to turn them all off. And Jimmy thought that was weird until we started the podcast. Until we started the podcast, mm. and now all my notifications are <laughs> turned you, off. It's all day long. It's you all day long. It, Otherwise, you, just ding, 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 ding. That ding, on top ding, of the ding, businesses ding, that you're trying exactly. to run, like, and I, I just ain't got time for that. So I might like during lunch break check and see, you know, uh, what people are saying or if there's any responses needed. But I mean, we'll we'll do that in a whole different episode. We'll but cover the, that. The I know important a lot of part asking. is. You know, we manage our time. And the elders well. are checking up. And the elders we check are up checking on up. each other. Absolutely. All right. What? Okay. So biblical friendship, accountability, all these things. Yeah, yeah. How is this different from worldly friendship? And obviously worldly friendship can reflect the Imago Dei and have Absolutely. good qualities. So I think we're going to talk about the worst case scenario. Yeah, right. Like the bad kind of worldly friendship. So what do you, how I, is I would it think, I, I would say one thing is I think worldly friendship can be self-serving. How so? Um, where I'm friends with somebody so I can get something out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, like like even our relationship, even our relationship has been right. accused at times of uh, the fofo 
riding on the, riding the coattails of the JoJo. The reality I, is, my I, coattails I, I are so small, a mouse couldn't stand on them. So eh, it doesn't really matter. No, you know, I, I, I'll claim that one. I'll claim that one. That's just so dumb. But I know, I know. people have said that. But and people you make the joke that. all the time. And I'll make the joke all the time because, you know, I, I get it. I understand it. Um, but, I mean, there is a reality that worldly friendship can be like that. We Absolutely. see that in the corporate world. We see that, mm-hmm. like we, we've learned. We talk about this with sycophants. With sycophants. Yeah. Like you you do what you have to do to advance your own agenda. Yeah. Uh, and that's and your not, own that's stature not friendship. or place. That's, that's not, not really friendship. friendship. That's just a, that's just using. You know what else I see among you know ungodly friendships or yep. friendships that are worldly in a bad way? What's that? Is that they they don't hold one another accountable. They won't, they, they will, like, you know, I was saying that one day, hey, why don't you have my back? Let me vent and have yeah, my yeah, back. Yeah. And you're like, I'm not having your back. I'm telling you the truth, which is yeah. a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Even though, you know, you just give me a little time. Let me vent a little bit. I guess I should have let you be a baby no, for let me be a baby. Hour. Let me be a baby for half an hour and then you come tell me the truth. But um, when they... Yeah, you even said that. You're like, dude, even if I'm wrong, even if I'm wrong, just give me a few moments. Just give me a few just moments. Listen. Just listen just to listen what I have to, to say. Me. Don't try to fix it. That's Don't talk about the nail in my head. So you are the podcast wife. No, everybody yes, you knows you're the podcast no, wife. Right there by you saying that. Oh, I know that that you, is a feminine thing exactly. in general. Don't fix it. Don't fix it for me. I just need you to listen. <laughs> just, podcast just wife. understand. I want you to want to do the dishes. <laughs> I don't want you to do the dishes. I want you to want to do the dishes. Hashtag JoJo podcast wife. Okay. So um, one of the things is that they just don't um, correct mm-hmm. or confront one another and and when they do, that's a sign of of a good thing. That's a sign of a healthy friendship. But oftentimes, yes. it's just like I'm just I got my friends back. And we even see this in the church, right? When one like and I, we've seen this in in some big leaders that have gotten into big trouble, and other leaders will back them, even though there is a real problem that isn't being addressed. That's not that is not friendship. that's not real friendship. No, that's just keeping your mouth shut, your head down, uh, so that you can keep your job. You know what else I see? What's that? Uh, in worldly friendships, they will let their friends, quote unquote friends, uh, ruin themselves. They'll just they'll let them like really walk into danger. They like they won't pull them out of the fire. They'll, um, you know, it's like if if there's it, no real care, no, like like there's no real care for their betterment, like salvation, like saving somebody. You you know, you, 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 you rescue them. You want to, we have to be rescued. Like we all have to be rescued at times from situations, from decisions and friends will do that really hard thing. Um, they'll, they'll make that sacrifice. So then what makes friendship hard? I mean, I can think of one, I know right off the top of my head. Sin. All right. All right that was a big one. That was a big one. That's kind of a catch all. Wow. You just, no, Jesus I didn't. Juke. I didn't you, Jesus juke. You Jesus juke. No, 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 I didn't. I, yeah, you did. No, I didn't. That's I'm going to say uh, vulnerability. Yeah. Why is vulnerability hard? Because you open yourself up to be hurt, right? Like, I mean, there's been many times Joe has hurt me in our friendship. What are you talking uh, about? Oh. Get out of here. Joe, I've cried at night. No, you haven't. I have cried at night. Uh, at crocodile tears. What's cro- I don't even know what that means. Okay, Google it. Crocodile you, you, you do the crocodile, what, you say? crocodile tears uh-huh. to get sympathy from your wife, probably. That's why you're crying. You're, you're, you're not real tears. Go ahead. I ain't hurting you. What are you talking about? Sympathy from the wife, which leads to... Well, probably some Netflix and, and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, I mean, like, vulnerability, because you can, you leave yourself up to be hurt. Like, you're, you're sharing everything about yourself. Like, there's nothing... You're not like, pretending. You're not pretending. There's... Joe and Pat and Brian and and the elders know me really well. Like they know my struggles. They know 
my past. They know the things that that trigger me. Like they know, they know all these things. And to do that, I have to share and be open and honest with them. Uh, and you leave yourself open to be hurt. Like that, yeah. people could take that and and really abuse it. Yeah. and use it against you. Yeah, vulnerability is about being honest. Yep. And kind of exposing yourself and trusting these people to take care of you. Like I know I've, I've shared in, in the past about abusive leaders. Like I've opened myself to vulnerability mm-hmm. and had that thrown in my face. And it was hard. You know, it, it took a bit for me, like even here at Redeemer, right? How like, did you not get jaded though? I was jaded. But how did you come out of that? You came out of an abusive church situation where you couldn't trust leaders. Yeah. How did you come out of that? Because a lot of people just stay in that position. I think one was watching like you guys together, right? Like watching Joe, watching Pat, listening to the elders, you know, uh, talking with Joe, like Joe and I met every week. Um, But I think the other part of it was knowing, and this is just by the grace of God. This is just by the grace of God that um, it is that I need community, right? Like there was this, it, it, it is a, it is one of the means, I guess, of grace, right? Like uh, knowing that I need to press in deep and not be shallow. Like you can't, if you don't trust someone yeah. to be a friend, you can't have friends and you can't ultimately be who you're supposed to be. You can't experience what God wants you to experience. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think, um, I'm trying to think of how to word it properly, right? Like, I think, like you said, people stay in that one spot because it's easy to. It's easy to stay in a spot of not being open, not being vulnerable, not being hurt. But we miss out on so much more that God has for us. Yeah. Because I've grown so much through, you know, like uh, through Joe, through Pat, through Brian, through Jeff, through Rob. Mm-hmm. speaking into my life. And and sometimes just watching them, mm-hmm. right? Like just watching how careful uh, Brian is with his wife. Or Absolutely. his kid, like in case, taking care of him. Or how thoughtful Rob is and how compassionate Rob Absolutely. is. Or Absolutely. How, or how disciplined Pat is in dealing with this. Or how how how, how Jeff is, is works with his wife. And they're yep. very different people. Right? Absolutely. And so, you know, and Jeff is the... Uh, Okay, Deanne, if you're listening and I'm wrong, I'm sorry. But it seems to me like Jeff is a little bit softer, a, a, a little bit more compassionate, and Deanne is a little bit... <laughs> Deanne. I, love you, I love how you preface right. it, in case I'm wrong. In case I'm wrong. But Deanne seems to be a little bit more like... Uh, um, this is why I like Deanne, though. Oh, no. Deanne is awesome. Oh, you always Deanne, know where you if stand. You want somebody and to ra- never, if you're going to disappear, a harsh word. If you if you want to ra- somebody to raise your kids, let Jeff and Deanne do it. Oh, uh, man. they're they're godly people. But like Jeff is a little bit softer. Deanne's a little bit. I don't want to say harder, but she's not harder. She's just she's to the point. I yeah. can appreciate that. So, but they are a perfect team. Yeah. So yeah, man. I I, I think that. Um, so, but I mean, what makes friendship hard for pastors though? Like I, I well, want to hit on that because I yeah. think I think we can can we agree that it's harder am i wrong by saying harder like i feel no, like it's, it's harder it, for it, those that pastor it is it, it's harder for pastors because 
you're want to put on a show. <laughs> well, I'm depends, not trying to, I'm not saying no, it that depends, it, it depends on the church. Yeah. It, it really does depend on the church. Um, it's harder for pastors to develop friendships because in, in many situations, because they're spread thin, they have mm-hmm. a lot of people to interact with and they n- might not have the time to be invested in, in some deeper relationships um, some pastors find it hard to develop friendships because they feel like they can't be honest yeah. because they need to maintain this perception of maturity or perfection. Absolutely. Um, and in, in our case... But hold on. I think yeah. there's also unrealistic expectations upon our pastors. Yeah, some congregations. Absolutely. Like I, my dad and I were talking about this this morning. Um, really? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're talking about this, how there are... Like I was... Uh, he was commenting about how honest you and I are, like as far as our social media, as far as like what we do. Um, we've never hidden our love for cigars or for good bourbon or for a good time. Well, but you and I both know we've hung out with other pastors and other people where we couldn't like they, they specifically asked us, like, please don't post anything. Like, don't post me smoking a cigar. Don't tag me in this. Right. Because they have to hide who they are or what they enjoy out of fear right. that their congregation wouldn't understand or their organization wouldn't yeah. understand. And that, you know, and everybody's in a different situation. I understand that, but I, I guess I, I don't understand. Here's the part I, I guess maybe I do understand it because I've lived in that situation. So I don't want to be overly cynical. Right. But there's freedom in being, in, for me, in being able to be honest with who I am yeah. with everybody. And honestly, like that's a, that is a gift that we can do that. Mm. Um, and maybe that's just a testimony to the people of Redeemer as well, it, right? It, it absolutely, we have, look, when, when Jen and I, Jen and I pastored, uh, I pastored a church in central Kentucky and, um, you know, we, <laughs> We had to play a kind of religious game. All right. You know, so like we didn't really enjoy it, but, you know, Jen has a tattoo on her back. I've got some tattoos. My nipples were pierced at the time. Wait, wait, wait. Stop right there. What? All right. I knew about Jen and the tattoo. Right. I never knew. This is the first time I'm hearing about this. You guys are hearing. <laughs> you are hearing something I'm hearing for the first time. I don't. It's not, it's not, it's not the no, point. no, 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 no. That's not you, the point. Sh- you had your nipples. Okay. Pierced. Did you have a stud in them? A uh, barbell. A barbell. No, 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 no rings. All right, now thank you. Was there a chain across those rings? No, of there's got to be. Why else would you have rings? Because that's the that's the best way to to pierce. Yeah. Well, here's the here, and here's what's embarrassing, right? You so, had a chain, didn't you? No, I didn't. Here's what's embarrassing. So I I go because the thing is is we saw this rock video. And there's this like ripped drummer drumming in the rock video. And you thought you could look the no, same? No, no, no. Jen goes, oh, look at that. That was cool. And I was like, oh, oh. who's getting his nipples pierced. <laughs> so I went and got, so I, and I, I'm, I'm a chubby guy, right? Especially back in the Southern days. So I, I this is when I'm a student at Southern Seminary. Oh so I go to this, uh, this tattoo oh piercing place uh-huh. in uh, like on Bardstown Road in Louisville, Kentucky. And I'm like, yeah, man, I don't want to get my my nipples pierced. I can't tell you the whole story because there's some crazy stuff. But here's what here's what I can tell you. I I, I, I have just so hang on. Let me tell you. you. Want to hear the story? I want a photo, Jen. Please okay. give me a photo. Home, homeboy says, "All right, take off your shirt and sit down in this chair. It's like a dentist chair." So I pop off my shirt and I'm all like 
chubby and fat and man boobs and the whole thing. And so once I pop off my shirt, like a whole gaggle of teenagers, teenage girls walk in to watch. There was nobody in there. It's like mm-hmm. pop on my shirt. And then they all walk and then they watched me. He had to put the clamps on, put the needle through, the whole thing. It was embarrassing. Oh, Jen, please let there be a photo. There ain't no photos. Oh, I'm I'm there ain't no photos. Google Joe Thorne nipple ring. Ain't gonna Joe, I'm Googling it. No, it ain't in there. So um and you know what I had to get rid of him? Why? Because once we had Catherine, she kept pulling on him <laughs> when she was a baby. I was like, oh, oh, we gotta get rid no. of those things. So anyways, the point is that you know, they would. Th- this church would talk about the evils of tattoos and the evils of all these things. Many things that we actually enjoyed and did, and so we just kind of had to not talk about it. Once we moved back up here to plant, we just admitted we will not play games. We will not pretend. We're going to pursue godliness. We're going to pursue Christ. We're going to be biblical, but we're going to be honest about who we are, and that's been true ever since. Mm-hmm. You ain't finding anything. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna find it. I can. I'll search the dark, right. deep web. Two questions, two last questions. We got to wrap this up. One, why do people lack real friendships? And and maybe that's related to some of what we talked about already. And two, how do we foster real friendships? All right, why don't you start with number one? No, I'm asking you. Get off the internet. Hold on, hold on. You're not going to find it. And don't Photoshop. You're going to Photoshop. Wait, what shirt? Oh, I do have photos of your shirt off, don't I? No, you just put somebody else with. Some other chubby guy with nipple rings. No, rape, that's not even there. funny. Yeah, that's what you would do. All right. Why do people lack real friendship? Well, I think one is people want to hide. I think that's one part. I'm going I'm to look at the... It feels safer. It feels safer to to not share who they really are. And I think you kind of touched on that right there. But I think the other part of it is... Um, I'm I'm now looking at the pastor, right? Like I I think that we don't allow our pastors to be honest. Yeah, that happens. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we I think we've we've been able to avoid most of that at Redeemer, but I also think the reason some people lack friendships is because they don't understand the value and the benefit that comes from real friendship. Like they, okay, they don't understand it, right? It's like friendship is something that you see on TV. It's a it's a dream. It's a pipe dream. You can't really have that. Um, you know. So if you if you don't have the whole Chandler friendship, like the whole friends, I'm thinking of the series. Right, right, right. Like we we've glorified it and and we've and we sanitized it. it. We sanitized it. Sa- okay, I think that's fair. Yeah, we make it we make it this like dream, unrealistic. Yeah, where it's really kind of it can be. It can be dirty. It can be raw. Like friendship is rough, man. Real friendship. Like you and I have had fights. Pat and I have had fights. Only you, me, you, and Pat have had fights. Only when you guys are wrong. Yeah, but it's happened. I think. I think that um, real friendship is a mixture of joy and laughter and tears and sorrow and mm. purpose and drive and sacrifice. I mean, real friendship is not easy. Marriage isn't easy. Like the no. best things in life are hard. The best things in life are really, really hard. Marriage, Absolutely. kids, and friendship, right? These things are, church is hard. It ain't Absolutely. easy. People are going to hurt you. People are going to say things about you. People, And you're going to have to confront and ask and forgive and and love and move on. Like all these things. Like it's it's definitely hard. I think part of, part of one of the reasons why people like friendship is because they don't understand it. Another thing is because maybe they do understand it and they don't want to try. They don't want to get into it. It's just, it's a lot. Like it's too hard, you mean? Like, it is hard. But it's so worth it. That's the thing. Like marriage is hard. I've been married almost 20 years. I, I, I Like this is, 
It'll be it'll be twenty on May twenty fourth. Hmm. Twenty years with Jen. And um, where are you guys going? Nowhere. And it's twenty. It's not a big one, right? What? That that's a pretty big is one. Is it a big one? That's a big one. You is should it, go is somewhere. it a big one? May twenty. You know what? It's also our first daughter's birthday. You could skip that. Yeah. Thanks, Catherine. Thanks, Catherine. <laughs> the ruining, ruining anniversary. anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> which is she actually listens to which is sometimes. so funny because like she's such a great kid. Our daughter Catherine is the sweetest, most compliant, most non-complaining kid. She hasn't complained in 15 years of her life, not once, about anything. We should be going somewhere May 24th, doing something. Be fun. Hey, you and I should go out. You want to go hang out on 24th? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do that. So um, anything that's good is hard. It just is. Absolutely. It just is. All right. So if it's hard, we like it. How do we foster it? What do, like some people don't have friends. In fact, I remember I when remember that movie Stand by Me. Yep, Stephen King, right? Yep, um, great movie, fantastic. L- lots of cursing. Yeah, made it a little better. Maybe classic. Yeah, and um, I know I I went and saw that with a friend. It was at a time when I had one friend, and and we we both kind of marveled at these four guys that were friends. Yeah, the um, closeness of them. And then I had, but I have I had a later friend in life who told me he went and saw that and he cried in the movie because he realized I don't have any friends and I want to have friends like that. Hmm. How do we begin to foster friendships, whether you're a pastor or a layperson or whatever, if you don't have close friendships, what can you do? Well, I think first be intentional. Like I think be intentional uh, and wise, especially as a, as a pastor. I think it's important as a pastor to be wise because you can't be best friends with everybody. Right. That's just, I mean, Jesus had, you know, three close friends, one right. of which was was his best. Um his bestie. His bestie. Yeah, we Jesus had his fofo. <laughs> and so <laughs> Are you saying I'm Jesus? I'm kind of like Jesus and oh, you're kind of no, like John. I'm not liking this. It's kind of like kind of what you said. Not liking that. You're kind of I am not liking that. I'm kind of like Jesus but and I'm you're kind of like John. But I'm just be wise, be intentional. What uh, do you look for? What what should they what should they be looking for? Uh, one, I look for, uh, authenticity. Mm-hmm. Like I, for me, it's, it's fantastic that my close friends are believers. Yeah. That's fantastic. You can only be so close. I mean, you can be very close with non-believers. But yes. There's a, it's a totally so, like, I have, level. I have a group of friends from high school that I'm close with, mm-hmm. but it goes to another level with those that, uh, that are believers because there's things we could talk about. There's things yeah. that I can share. There's there's struggles that I'm having. Uh, there are people that I can go to and say, like, here's what I'm struggling through. Mm-hmm. And they're giving me a biblical perspective. Non-Christians cannot understand some of the core, most core That's issues it. in your life. That's not to say they're not wise. Right. Because I've gotten a lot better advice from non-Christians than some some Christians. Sure, of course. Um so I don't want to, and uh, yeah, so I don't want to give that impression. But uh, the core issue of who you are in Christ, exactly. and they, they don't, they don't have, they don't, they don't understand that. that right? right. They know how the world works oftentimes. Exactly. So I think I look for authenticity I, and the, between a non-believer and a believer, I want someone that's going to be honest with themselves because if they're honest with themselves, they're going to be honest with me. Right. If they're honest about their struggles, they're going to be honest with me. Yeah about my struggles. I don't need someone that's just going to pinpoint all my problems. Right. If I if I needed that, I'd go see a counselor. Yeah. I'd pay someone for that. You don't need a critic. That's it. You don't need a critic. But you also, 
you know, you you don't need uh, just uh, a pal mm-hmm. who is going to slap you on the back and tell you not to worry about anything. Exactly. So you want somebody who's trustworthy. That's it. Somebody that can hold confidences. Yep. Um, but not secrets. There's a difference, right? There's a difference between the two. Right. Like Absolutely. If, if, if you're in trouble and your wife needs to know and you're not telling her, I'm going to tell her. Absolutely. And you're going to tell that. Jen. Yep. Um, that's the difference between co- holding things in confidence and holding things in secret. So I, I think they got to be trustworthy. You've got to be able to know like this person is going to do what's right and they're going to look out for my good. Absolutely. Absolutely. So w- what do you look for in a friend? Um, okay. So, uh, so they, I, honestly, I'm looking for a person that, uh, like you said, is transparent, someone that I can trust. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the closest level, I'm looking at somebody who can understand me and can well, speak that's into good that. Point. Right. That's but, actually a really good point. Because like we're all we're all different, right? And so some like I can I'm hard to understand for some people. Oh so, yeah. Okay. All right. I'm I'm hard to and so but some people can get me and yeah. understand how I tick and other people might not be able to. So the people that actually under- Michelle comments on that all the time. What's that? About how we get each other. Yeah. She's like, ah, I'm so glad we're at Redeemer. <laughs> she's like, she's like, every other place we've been at, they don't get you. They don't get the humor. They don't understand it. They don't get like, like I would rub people the wrong way because I'd ask questions, especially yeah. at like staff meetings. Like, right, right. Just, I don't want to go into it. Sort of like you did recently at an elders meeting. <laughs> All right. You know what? <laughs> you big dummy. <laughs> You big dummy. You big dummy. All right. So, but I'm just saying, like, people, yeah. yeah, you're right. I think that's a really important thing. You got to find somebody that can understand you. Not just, Here's the thing. Not just understand you, but you say this a lot, and I agree with it. Uh, not think the worst of you. Yeah. That's part of it. Yeah. You're somebody that can give you the benefit of the doubt. That's but it. But not be afraid to say, check your heart. Exactly. And, and you've got to be willing to say, check my heart. And that again, like exactly. you and Brian say that all the time. Absolutely. I don't say it ever because I don't want you checking my heart. No, because you <laughs> uh, leave my heart <laughs> alone. Like, look, I just want you to tell me I'm to right. Back just, me up. Just tell me I'm just right. Back just me tell up. Me I'm, right. I'm not going to tell you I'm right. I'll In just, 10 I'll minutes, just, you can tell me I'm wrong. But right now, just, just tell me I'm right. Back me up. So I, I've done that. I've been like, <laughs> yes, Joe. Oh, I get it, man. I get it. Mm, mm-hmm. I do that. Mm-hmm. 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 And then after I drink half my Coke, then he comes back. And he's like, all right, dude, all right you, you're kind of dumb. You're being, you're being a dummy. Um, so that's one thing, but honestly, and when I look back at my life, mm-hmm. right? So 44 years, when I look back at my life, all right, 44, yeah, I'm 44. Add 30 to that. Hey, stop it. You, you always say I'm old. 44. Uh, there have been a few friends. Oh, here we go. I knew you were going to get to this. I knew you were going to get to this. Go ahead. Okay. There are, there have been a very small group. People, small uh-huh. number of friends yep. who understood me, who I could trust, and who made me laugh so hard I cried. And mm-hmm. that would have been... Yep, tell us all about him. All right, no, it's a, it's a few. It's yeah, a, it's okay, a number. Yeah. So one was Brian Olette. No, no, not Brian Olette. Uh, Bri- I forget his last name now because it was oh, so long ago. Oh, yeah, so close. No, 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 it was like freshman year in high school. Mm-hmm. So it was one guy, Brian. He, he, like we were really close friends. I really, really liked each other. Um, another guy mm-hmm. was, um, two, there were two guys. One was Scott and another guy was JD. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved them. I knew them. I trusted them and they made me laugh. This was when I was a non-Christian. Um, Let's hear all about him. Here he as comes. As a Christian, yep, when I was at Southern comes. Seminary. Here he comes, the savior of everybody. Doug. 
Oh, Doug. I, I was not expecting that now, name. Doug is like a denominational leader in the SBC. Now. Okay. So, I'm oh, just gonna, so I'm just name gonna, dropping. No, no, no. I'm just Doug. Okay. So Doug and I would laugh so hard mm-hmm. we would we couldn't breathe. And I used he used to sign all these documents because we worked in the same office for a while. He would sign his name Doug, and I would always always add an H to the end of his name in the same cursive font, so it would say Doe. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. This is awesome. All right, um, here we go. Let's get to the name you've been waiting to say. Steve McCoy. Stupid Steve. <laughs> Let's hear all about Stupid Steve. Steve, and, Steve McCoy is one of those one of those guys, you know, one of the closest friends I've ever had who understood me, who understood him, and we would laugh so hard. Your closest friend. Okay, all I right. get it. And and Jimmy Fofo. Yeah. Like laughter for me. There'll be somebody after you. But the point is... Wait, what? What? Um, there's always Actually, you've told me that. You've told oh, yeah. me if I ever yeah. move, you're like out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, you're gone. You're gone. You're done. I'll replace you. Donezo. God. Anyway, so, so tell us all about Steve McCoy. But no, the, my, my point is, is that for me, laughter is a valuable and rare commodity. Yeah. Um, when... Because I don't find most Christians funny. I think I just I don't know what it is. Like Christians aren't generally funny. Christian comedians are the worst comedians of all time. Oh, no, don't say they're that, the Joe. worst. No, Joe. If that's you're not a Christian true. comedian, you're not funny. I'll just tell you that right now. And don't send me videos of the guy that does the Chick Fil A stuff. He's not funny. Send all videos to Joe. Oh, Tag geez. him in every single video, please. But there are a few Christians that and for laughter for me. Um, is cathartic. It is helpful. It is a joy that we are, I, I think, intended to experience by the Lord. And so my close friend, like one of our greatest joys, what's one of our greatest joys any day when the staff is together? Jimmy, you tell me. I'm not going to feed you. What is one of the highlights of a day? It happened at the elders meeting. What's the highlight of our day when the staff is hanging out as it relates to laughter? Oh, I know now. Uh, when Pastor Pat... <laughs> laughs so <laughs> till he can't breathe and he snorts he snorts <laughs> he's, he's like, drinking a soda and it comes out his nose like today he's he starts this, to choke he as he has i'm this, actually afraid sometimes he's gonna die oh, he will die laughing that's a great way to go pat has this cough it's this awful hack it sounds like he, he's dying here's the thing though when he starts to laugh you hear nothing it just goes <gasps> <gasps> he's, it's the silent <gasps> laugh but with the hack it starts going, i got him at the end of the meeting so um, laughter is big for me. I'm just going to say that as a, as a personal thing yeah, yeah, for yeah. me, laughter is big. If you want to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion, you can head on over mm-hmm. to the website, DoctrineDevotion.com. Hit up website. the store. I like that. Uh, grab good. yourself a t-shirt, Books. a hoodie, a journal, journal some books. Custom Bibles. Uh, video stuff. Not custom Bibles. We're not no. doing custom Bibles. Oh, okay. Uh, you can also on says the, juicy on the butt. <laughs> oh my goodness! You can also click on the sign up page, uh, get on our email list. Fresh pod every Monday and Thursday. New articles on Wednesday and in the future at some 20, point, twenty twenty maybe something like that. I don't know. Uh, video content on Friday. We should stop saying that. No, we're gonna do it. Uh, we'll win. But when I finally get the space that we can do it in, I want to do it right. We ain't going to have any space. I'll talk about that one. All right. Oh, we're going to hang up. Okay, let's finish this and talk about it. Uh, Later. Later.